Adelaide, good morning to you. Six minutes past nine o'clock as we go for a top of 25 degrees around the city of churches. How good is it? The former captain of the Brisbane Lions, two-time best and fairest, Tom Rockley. Hello, mate. Good morning. Good morning, Adelaide. Up and about this morning. Oh. We're all back together. Finally, after about three months... On the road, we've finally got Fergus back. Yeah, the former skipper of the Redbacks. Dominated Shield cricket for over a decade. Callum Ferguson, hello, mate. It's great to be back, boys. <laughs> Up and about today, although it was only a couple of weeks ago I was in here, but that's okay. We won't let the truth get in the way of a good story. It is magnificent oh, out yeah. there. Adelaide has turned it on again. Dead set legends time. Nothing but sunshine out there. Family, it is crisp now ready to go. I'll tell you what there's some shows that just have an extra buoyancy about them and I reckon that's one of these ones I look down and uh, it just smells of side group text galore <laughs> because I reckon there could be a few stitch ups coming up there's a mystery guest oh, wait, after, after 9.30 that one, that one makes me nervous yeah well I'd be nervous <laughs> if no, I was I'm you and then there's a phoner at 10 o'clock do you invite your workmates to your wedding <laughs> well I'm getting married in a month and you pricks aren't coming <laughs> No, not none of us. No, no one. Loz, no one. Loz didn't get an invite. Nah. Filthy. What? No one. Nah. We've got to get to the bottom no, of that. Loz. Disturbing news about we Tomo's get, wedding. Do we need to give her a call too? Mm. She'd be flat as a tack. 10 o'clock. Wow. We'll open up the phones on that. There's a, we're going to have a whole heap of fun here. Mark Howard is going to jump Howie, on. What a start. Yep, he is a start. Can, can we just talk about what's coming after 11? <laughs> oh, just come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> when have you seen Bernie Vince pissed? <laughs> Phone up. Phone up. We're giving everyone an opportunity to ring in and tell us just how pissed you've seen Bernie Vince. Isn't that why he had to leave the Crows and go to Melbourne? (laughs) We're going to open up the phones after 11 o'clock. It's just one of those shows you want to be involved in, Adelaide. 104.7 Triple M, Dead Set Legends time. Good morning. 12 minutes past 9 o'clock, 104.7. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Cal Ferguson and Tomo opening up the phones after 9.30 this morning. Who didn't you recognise? Because Tommy Rockliffe didn't get recognised at the ra- at the races, uh, Fergus, and he just demanded four minutes after 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy. He's built right up. With a rather large yep. uh, personality within the South Australian media. He used to work com- in the same building. Com- completely blanked. He completely blanked. Blanked him. Oh, well, he and then in the asked if the photo that he was asking for was going on social media. <laughs> is, it, is this for Instagram? <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that full story after oh, 9.30. Goodness. But right now, we've got to talk about Australia just getting over the line against Afghanistan last night, Fergus. Yeah, no, we do. It's uh, Look, another win for the Australians. They were certainly hoping for a much bigger win than what they got. Uh, they got over the line by four runs against uh, a rampaging late run from the Afghanistan batsman. Um, and what we did see was Rashid Khan, the hometown Adelaide strikers boy, uh, really put the wind up the bowlers late in that game. He made 48 off 23 to get really, really close. And unfortunately for Afghanistan, weren't, weren't able to get the job done. But it was a patchy performance from the Australians, it has to be said. Uh, look, It looked like, and, and we talked a little bit um, pre-game uh, with Channel 9 about Mitchell Marsh's role and what we've seen over the last couple of a um, couple of years from him, the impetus he gives that side at the top of the order. He takes the game on, hits big sixes. He's intimidating. Mm-hmm. Well, he and David Warner looked like they had us on track for 200. Now, we fell well short of that in the end. And there, it was, you know, again, we let him back in with a couple of quick wickets, which is something we've done throughout the tournament. 
We scratched our way in the end to 168 on the back of Glenn Maxwell putting in a really good performance again. He was everywhere last night, yep. run outs, runs. Um, it, it was just a, a performance that was nearly there, but not quite. And that's been the story throughout the tournament so far, guys. So how we how are we looking, you reckon, Fergus? Because it's a... We're defending champions, and now when it's looking like we're not making it through to the next stage, which is quite disappointing. And I think I was saying this to you off air. I reckon a lot of Australians could cop it if it was an overseas tournament, but this is on our own backyard, and we're not going to make it to the next stage. It is, you know, thoroughly disappointing. I'd say. Yeah, look, it absolutely is. You know, you'd like to think that in your home, on your home patch, your home Dunhill, you'd, you'd have a an advantage over everyone else, and. There's no doubt we've got that. We just haven't maximised it um, to the full potential. I will give give us a bit of slack. You know, we, if we were to go out having lost to England, then you could probably wear it. If we just get done by net run rate, having had a washout against them, that's that's a bit flattening, really. Yeah. To be honest, you know, you'd like to actually have, you know, been beaten on the day mm-hmm. um, to to lose your spot. But um, you know, that's tournament cricket, and you've got to be wary throughout the tournament of your net run rate because of moments like this, and it's something that. I remember being quite mindful of as a player. Um, you know, if you get into trouble in a in an innings like we did in that first game against New Zealand, you cannot roll over yep. for near enough a hundred. You have to get as close as you can. You need to use all of your overs up, and we got rock, rock and rolled in seventeen overs mm. against New Zealand, and we've we've really hung ourselves out and left us in this position on the back of just not being mindful enough of that, I think. And you, you put a lot down to that New Zealand game, but where's it gone wrong for Australia? Is it at the selection table? Because we've seen them mix and match with their team in those warm-up games, didn't really settle on their final 11, which they've done before, get to the tournament. They stick stick to their guns until the last game. I think that was the only change they nearly made, bar force changes through COVID. And then Stark misses out last night, which for everyone yeah, watching on is... crazy you need him in the team because he mm. offers something different to all the rest of the fast bowlers. Yeah, look, I must admit, I, I, I was surprised it was uh, Starkey that went out if there was a change to be made just because of the fact that he's that left-arm variety. Looked like he was swinging the ball again the other night at the Gabba Bowl beautifully apart from his, his death over. And that's why Kane Richardson came in. So I wouldn't, I would have been less surprised if they'd made the change and Pat Cummins went out of the side. Um, but Again, they might have been thinking balance. We need the extra batting, so you know it's a delicate, um, a delicate thing. Selection. I, I'm a bit like you, Rock. I, I, I was surprised they kept chopping and changing the side so close to the tournament. You know, mm. we did it in the run into the last tournament um, in the UAE, which we won in 2021, um, but we settled much closer to the tournament. Uh, sorry, a little bit further out from the tournament than we did this time round. We we went right up to the the death knell. You know, the start of the tournament. Um, chopping and changing the side. We might have played one warm-up game with what we thought was our best side, and, and that's probably not enough. It's a, it, I do wonder whether there was some underlying injury issues that we didn't know about because we're dropping like flies at the moment. We've got injuries everywhere. So you talk about uh, run rate, and you know, hindsight's mm. obviously a wonderful thing. You know, New Zealand made 200 that night, oh, and yeah. what did we get rock and rolled for? Under 100, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was just over. Just but, over. Um, so is, a- is that something where you go right out from the start and go, we want to win this game? Or because do you see the bigger picture and go, hang on, let's get close, let's keep wickets in hand? Because you saw the other night when England made 179, New Zealand are like, well, we're not going to get to this. Six for 159, and they kept those wickets in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely I do. Yeah. Uh, look, you need to be mindful all the way. You, However, you do start that innings thinking, we're going to chase these down. Yep. It's a good wicket. Um, we can get them. But once you f- fall into a hole and you end up six, seven down and you've got 
seven overs to go. Mm. You need to try and make maximise every over. You've got to bat your 20. And if you don't do that in tournament cricket, where net run rate is a possibility to come into it with washouts, etc., we've seen it before. Yep. The Aussies got bundled out of a Champions Trophy in England on the back of some washouts. You've just got to be mindful. You've got to have your finger on the pulse the whole way through, and you've got to play the long game once you get into those situations. You cannot get bowled out in 17 overs when it's potentially going to come down to net run rate. Who wins it from here, you reckon, Fergus? Tough oh, question and on the spot, I know. It is. Uh, look, I think England will get the job done tonight. I think England will go all the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's had a fair wage on them. Yeah. Responsibly, oh, of course. He has backed them a long way out. I'll tell you what, you're not the only one. <laughs> 104.7 Triple M's Dead Set Legends. 104.7 Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tomo opening up the phones very shortly. Who didn't you recognise? Something incredible has happened to our man Rock this week. It is just staggering. Also, Mark Howard is going to join us from um, about 10.30 today, so Brilliant. it should be good. Now, Fergus, we've been running a competition here at 104.7 Triple M. Um, a bill on the hill. That's and it. So, this, built. so basically what happens here, people were calling in throughout the workday and uh, trying to nominate themselves to get to win a prize, which is uh, a net session with you and Gregory Blue, correct? Mm, that's right. Yes. 100%. We're and, forward to this. and a couple of tickets as well. Um, a couple of tickets to the Adelaide Oval Test, which should be superb, coming up in well later next month. And, a couple um, of tinnies as well at the net session. Well, this is, mm. this is the thing. So we're yep. going to do something shortly. But here's the winner last night announced on the Rush Hour. Unfortunately, Daryl, you're runner-up. Oh, Oh, is he? Yeah, you've you've just missed out. Oh, mate, Bluey, you missed out on having a beer with a legend. (laughs) Anyway. Hang on, are you a legend, are you, Daryl? Absolutely. Oh, you've won! (laughs) Yay! So Daryl sounds like a real community man, just a a common man. Basically everything you're not. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> what? So well, now we're doing this. You live. It's time to see how out of touch you are. <laughs> On Triple M's Dead Set Legends, it's the Common Man Quiz. So he's, he's just not a common man, is he, Rocky? No, he's not. He lives <laughs> wow. in those okay. nice suburbs, leafy trees. He doesn't understand it. No, that's right. And He's and not from the working as class. As opposed to you, Rock. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm working class. Rock's two story joining Grange. <laughs> Country boy. Um, not a blade of grass at the joint. <laughs> yeah. Rock, come on. You're right. a mower. I don't reckon right, you can go. spell vanilla. Anyway, straightening up. I can't spell. Reading this, you've typed up. I'm not sure I'll get through Okay, this. so we're doing a, a little quiz for you. All right, you ready to rock and roll here, Fergus? Oh, good to go. Always okay, ready. let's go. You got the first one, oh, or you want me to go? You were going to go with it. What salad is acceptable to bring to a barbecue? A, coleslaw, B, potato salad, C, rocket and pear salad. Oh, coleslaw, surely. None of them. Common man doesn't eat salad. (laughs) (laughs) Question number two. Sorry. You don't make friends with salad. No, that's right. What do you do if you bust a plugger in your thongs there? uh, You You get the lighter out and you melt the plug back together so that it is melted and solid and able to be used again. He's all over it. He's back. He's one. I like this. The other Thank trick you. is the, the uh, bread tag trick as well. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah so I haven't you, used that one. If it comes straight through, obviously, you've got to flog, normal flog a loaf of bread. bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. harsh on my, on my pluggers. Yep, what have you got? Uh, double pluggers too. What's, doubles. I'm surprised he got that. I wouldn't have got that. I just would have gone <laughs> and bought a new pair. 
<laughs> What's the last thing you say when you've tied something down on the roof racks, trailer, or back of the ute, or in your case, Ferg, the Range Rover? It's the last thing you say. <laughs> nah, got nothing. Well, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> okay, now you got to decipher this sentence. Righto, lads. Tools down. Let's head to the rubbity for a quick couple animeers and then take down the Bricky's laptop. <laughs> going to the pub. Yep. And what? Well, you're going for a couple of tins. Yes. Straight off the wood. And what was the last bit? The Bricky's laptop. <laughs> I don't know. There was a feed in there, though, somewhere as well. The, 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 the Bricky's laptop's the pokey mission. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'll give that to him. <laughs> What do you uh, got, Rock? This one's um, happened in the election as well. The, the price of milk. Mm. Oh, uh, I'm going to say f- per litre. Price gonna, of milk. Price of milk. Two litre, I'm going to say 3.30. Well, <laughs> the it's $3.70. The common man only drinks Farmer's Union iced coffee. <laughs> yeah, I just thought they were all the same. And this one here. <laughs> this one here, you got to finish this song for us, Fergus, all right? Let's go. Trubler, is it me and you? Keep going, Fergus. Come on, Ferg. Bring it on. Is it my Here we go. Is it a cockatoo? <laughs> yes. Cockatoo. <laughs> He's done well. I don't reckon Rock's getting one of these right. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> if you gave him the same quiz, if you didn't have them written down in front of him, <laughs> I would have gone, yeah, all went <laughs> Your turn, Rock. <laughs> 104.7 Triple M, 24 minutes away from 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide. It's the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tom are here until 12 o'clock today. Mark Howard is going to join us after 10.30 this morning. Now, um, Fergus mm-hmm. and Rocky, I was up in the Adelaide Hills at the Great Eastern <laughs> Pub in Little Hampton. Beautiful oh, spot. Magnificent. On, Hampton. on Tuesday afternoon. And um, I had a, uh, a random punter come up and say, do you work with Tom Rockcliffe? I said, yes, I do. Okay. Saturday mornings. Yep. This is uh, becoming a little bit too... It's, it's happening a bit too much. Dan Anstey was the, the first one up in Brisbane. Oh, and he, yes. he didn't have the kindest of words to say about it our man. It glowing, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, anyway, it happened again. I... I said, yes, I do. Yep. Um, I work with him. He's a, he's a very good man. Mm. And he just said, well, I've got some information for you if you want to use on air. I said, all right, what do you got? I like where this is heading. Because our man has <laughs> labelled himself the King of Spring, correct? Or the Springer, Springer King, King or whatever yeah. it was before. But yeah. he has. The King of Spring, he's labelled himself. Yes. And he's been involved in a, uh, in a couple of horses. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being Not Usual Glorious, correct, yes. Rob? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's had, a, it's had a couple of winners. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you seem a bit nervous. Why is he, why is he so I'm edgy? not nervous, no. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, not usual glorious, yep. How many times has it won? Ooh, don't know. No, don't know. Nine, maybe? Nine, too, nine. too many to count. Yeah. Is my um, understanding. Let's us know when it's won, not when it's running, mm. doesn't he? In, in right. the group text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't want that pressure on himself. No, exactly. And, um, well, one of the jockeys on there, is, uh, he's run it to four winners, is Paul Gatt. And has dominated yeah, it. Okay, so it. he is he's done he, four winners. He's jumped on not usual glorious. Yep. Rocky's man. Rocky's man and Rocky, it is my understanding that Rocky has promised him Port Adelaide tickets <laughs> and they didn't come through. What? He didn't get rewarded oh. them. 
I've, I've, never, met, I've never met Gaddy, but he may have his Toms wrong because I know Tom Cleary's offered him a, a sling a couple of times and never paid him. Paul Gadd joins us right now. Yeah. Paul, how are you? How are you going, lads? Now, oh, mate, it's, it's great it, to have you on. It, all this must be true, surely. Yeah, uh, most of it's true. The tickets did come through, come through but uh, that extra money, um, I'm still waiting. I'm keep checking the bank account and nothing loves in there. <laughs> oh, wow. So you've been promised some extra cash from our man, the pig, and it hasn't come in the account. Yeah, and he keeps saying that uh, the more you try, we'll pay you fine and we'll pay you double. And uh, <laughs> oh, oh, my Gaddy, gosh. Rocky. Gaddy, so there's the free money syndicate. John Butcher... Uh, Ollie Wines, Darcy Byrne-Jones, Tom Cleary, and myself. There's yep. some name dropping Who, who for have you. you met at the races that have said has said that to you? Uh, well, Travis Stout apparently got the mail from you boys that uh, <laughs> makes sure that I try extra harder. But there's something, something right. extra to decide. So yep. I'm just going on what Travis has told me, boys. And yeah. this is quite common practice, Gaddy, isn't it? That you know the syndicates have a bit of right. success and they just you know slip the the jockeys a little bit extra. Just unwritten rule. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's normally unwritten rule, uh, but uh, once they have a couple of beers, they tend to forget that. Oh, oh, no. So this yes. is just typical of Port Adelaide, I'm feeling. Oh, Fergus. Really? Well, it's, <laughs> it's deep-seated now, oh. deep-rooted in, in the club now, because this is a number of individuals from the club that have been named here. Mm. Now, uh, Gaddy, how do we how do we uh, get around this? Because our man Pig is sweating over there. I mean, that... Well, it's, mm. it's pretty easy. I can resend you my bank details. <laughs> <laughs> you must have sent the wrong Numbers, Gaddy. Now, how much, how much do we owe you? Uh, well, uh, including interest now, it's going to be our quarter. Oh, how much? Is that? I think, I think. Send those, send those details through to Triple M, and I'll get that bill sorted for you, Gaddy. Beautiful lads, that sounds good to me. Yeah, make sure you CC Tomo and I in, so yeah. we can keep him accountable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Gaddy. 14 minutes away from 10 o'clock and the dead set legends are white hot today. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tom are here until 12 o'clock. We open up the phones next on 13353. Who didn't you recognise? Yes, thanks for that, Gaddy, as well. I stung He's also there, but... flogged my line. He's <laughs> yeah. gone with white eyes. Oh, and I'm telling you, I'm taking it, and I've wedged it in four times in 46 minutes. Yeah. Well, there was a, a strong presence of Triple M down at uh, Morphy on Tuesday for the Melbourne Cup. We heard, mm-hmm. we heard Bernie and the Rush Hour boys try and get that show away on Tuesday. <laughs> Tried. Well, whatever happened, happened there. But uh, I was there with a couple of mates, went to take a picture, and it just happened that Cozzy... Was oh, in yeah. the background. Yep. And, yeah, South Aussie with Cozzy. South Aussie with Cozzy. Yeah, yeah. he, wor- he used to work in the same building until recently and crossed paths a couple of times, done a couple of functions together. He actually thought I was taking a picture of him and posted it on Instagram. Oh, no. So you were taking a selfie with a mate? Yeah, and he had no idea who I was. And oh. I said, Cozzy, we used to work together. So he didn't recognize, not that he should know me or recognize me, but... Mm-hmm. It's not what you're saying off there. Well, uh, pretty pretty big deal in Adelaide. <laughs> Self-proclaimed king yeah. of spring as king well, big, spring in, big in race car. Sprung a kung or whatever it was before. <laughs> but So he thought, you, he thought that you were taking a selfie of and, him. Yeah, putting it on social media, which just wasn't the case. Yeah. So I was taking a picture oh, no. with a mate and he was in the background oh, and no. he sort of thought that it was going on Instagram and wanted me to tag him and whatnot. And <laughs> But he, he didn't realise who I was. So mm. it opened and begs the question, <laughs> yeah. like, who haven't you recognised before? I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, one been, triple three, five, three. Yeah, go on. Been sitting next to someone on a plane or at a sporting event yes. or somewhere yes. and, and not realise until later. 
I got one up at Wet and Wild a few years, or oh, a long time ago now, Fergus. Right. But I was about maybe eight or nine years old and right into my footy, right? Mm-hmm. Right into my footy with my brother just standing there and we're waiting in line and we we're both wearing our Meadows Footy Club shirts, obviously grew up in the town of Meadows, and... Uh, a, a gentleman come up to us and started talking about local footy, saying, oh, are you involved, eh? You play local footy? I said, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Had a great conversation for about five minutes or so. They, he then walked Brilliant. off. Yep. And uh, I thought, I turned to my brother and said, how good a bloke, you know, what a star he is. The old man comes over and goes, oh, how's the chat with uh, Gavin Wanganin? <laughs> <laughs> 1993 oh, no. Brownlow medalist just Essendon gave him and ga- Port Adelaide great and gave us five of his best and uh, oh, yeah goodness. we wiped him just uh, <laughs> Tomo. had no idea who he was <laughs> Tomo oh, right up begs, begs the question one triple three five three who didn't you recognise you got something for us Fergus no. or are you going to bring something to the table oh, next oh I need to try and find something don't I <laughs> Zero. <laughs> He's still on holiday. Yeah. Oh, we're doing You're this, one, this right? one on me. <laughs> one triple three five three. Who didn't you recognise, Adelaide? Who's someone that you really should have known? You bumped into and you had no idea who it was. We have some incredible prizes to give oh, away. Yes. This is oh, just superb. Hundred dollar Samtas Seafoods voucher. Oh yes, Samtas Seafoods. They just keep getting the job done, Samtas. And you they? can mix and match four kilos of premium seafood for just sixty bucks. But we have a hundred dollar voucher to give away. One triple three five three. Who didn't you recognise? Dead Set Legends. Triple M. Triple M. Seven minutes away from 10 o'clock, it is the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tom are here until midday today. And the text line's always open on 0488-5-1047. But right now we're talking about who didn't you recognise because something happened to you on Tuesday at Morpherville, right? Yeah, at the races on Tuesday, we were down there for Triple M and they had the show and I was uh, took a, a selfie with a friend and uh, in the background was Cozzy. He had no idea who I was. So the King of Spring should be recognised at the race. <laughs> This is incredible. Um, he had he had no idea who who it was, so we opened the phones up. Who who haven't you recognised? And happened to you boys before? <laughs> it has happened to me. I was up at Wet and Wild with my brother, standing there waiting in line for the wipeout or something like that, <laughs> Fergus. And uh, yeah. I was a young man, and um, out of nowhere, Gavin Wanganine come up to talk local footy with us, and Love I had it. no idea who he was. And I'm telling you, I was a footy nut. It's unbelievable. And yeah, what about you? Has it happened to you, Ferg? No, it never happened to me. I just came up with the uh, idea for this phoner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, came up with the idea offered nothing and uh, <laughs> board. <laughs> have a look at it <laughs> one triple three five three is the number who didn't you recognize give us a call right now as we go to clint from st mary's what happened mate uh well i mean dismantling a full-size snooker table and three of us couldn't lift the slakes the old man goes oh there's a young bloke next door he looks pretty fit we'll get him to give us a hand and this bloke wanders over he's about three meters tall and he moves a few stakes for us, and I say, thanks for that, Josh. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll buy you a beer, man. And he goes, ah, oh, I can't have a beer. We go, why is that? He goes, because of footy. We're like, who do you play for? He goes, the Crows. It was Josh Jenkins. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, that's, that's brilliant. brilliant. I love that. All, who we... all, th- all three of us were Crows fans, and none of us were <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, that's a beauty. You find right. him in the goal square, usually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe the Goose out, out the, the back. back. <laughs> <laughs> who we got there, boys? <laughs> Little pop-up sprinkler. Paul from Broadview. <laughs> <laughs> who haven't you recognised? <laughs> Paul, you there? We got you? Yeah, I'm here. Paul. Beautiful. Who, who haven't you recognised? Uh, I have the job leads come through for my uh, job for uh, mowing and gardening and uh, spoke to a guy who was in Melbourne, stuck in quarantine, and went round to mow his lawn and Hamish Hartlett. And I had no idea, even after reading the name on the lead and stuff, 
Wow. And then my second one was uh, Dean Brogan. Oh, wow. Wow. My housemate was weeding, her gar- weeding his garden and introduced himself to her. And then I, when I arrived, I knocked on the door, introduced myself to him for the first time, and I just looked at him and thought, I kind of know you, and I had to go off and Google it straight away. <laughs> Oh, wow. There you oh, go. That's cool. Interesting. Thanks for that, Paulie. Uh, who we got there, Fergus? Uh, we've got Sean from Andrew's Farm. Sean, uh, what have you got for us? Who didn't you recognise? Yeah, boys, uh, we're going back to 1989. I was a third-year uh, apprentice doing roofing, and we were working at Tuller Airport. Yep. And the traders used to send me down to the pilot's mess to get smoke on lunch and so forth. Yeah. And I walked in there, and there was this, Dude standing in a, a pretty heavy jacket, you know, and like a almost like a cowboy hat with sunnies on. Brilliant. Mind you, it was the middle of January, and I've walked <laughs> Molly Meldrum, forty degrees. In there after working outdoors, sweating like a pig, and he looked at me and said, "Hey, dude, you've had a pretty hard day," and I had a bit of a chat with him. It was Sean Michaels, the lead singer of Poison. No, oh, no, I had no idea. <laughs> no chance at all, there, Shawnee. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I thought he, I, I mean, he had an American accent, obviously, but he still had his glasses and his hat on. But his blonde hair wasn't down. His hair was up. Yeah, was right. Up his hat because they brought him into the airport. He used to be able to drive into the airport through security back in the late 80s, early 90s. Ah, gotcha. And yeah, they brought him straight underneath where the old ANSET used to be, and he yeah. was in the in the pilot's mess. Yeah, that's oh, rock and perfect. roll. Uh, yeah, that go. is rock Brilliant. and roll. It actually happened earlier this year to one of us, didn't it? Oh, actually. Uh, well, no, uh, no, it did. Didn't it happen to you, Tomo? No, Tomo? I, no, no, no you, bring, you don't have to bring this didn't up. Didn't someone think you were Liam from Ben and Liam? <laughs> At the Gov. Aren't <laughs> you meant to be going to Melbourne? <laughs> it's my last show. I'm out. <laughs> we, wish, we wish you were. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> 12 minutes past 10 o'clock, 104.7 Triple M Dead Set Legends. Mark Howard is going to join us very, isn't he? Very shortly. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Just after 10.30, Fergus. Now, hang on a second. What's that? Tommy, that's enough from you. Okay. Um, we've got stunning phoner here, and, and, and it's on the back of a stunning revelation um, that and it literally came across my desk today, um, and Rocky um, filled me in on the, the finer details of it. So your wedding's coming up, right? Yes, it is. And uh, look, we've been waiting, Rocky and I, for, for a period of time. Uh, the invite uh, coming through for the Buck Show got us all yep. a little bit excited. We, Can't wait you know, for that. Obviously, we've been working together as a group for about a year, maybe just over, and um, you know we're all getting pretty tight now. So we thought, well, maybe the, the invite to the wedding might be on its way. So we lobbed we'll save us. a date at least. Just something along those <laughs> lines. But it's getting pretty close now, isn't it? So Not far away. You know, yeah. I would have thought we should have a date by now because yeah. it's pretty busy in the lead up to Christmas. That's right. So anyway, we, we, we turn up this morning and there's three invites sitting on the desk. You know, oh, yes. Tom Basso. And they're gold gold as well. Like These are pretty spiffy, yes. aren't they? Like they they're, they're wedding shiny. invites. Yeah. They, they are wedding invites if, you, if you're looking at them without prior knowledge. So we're sitting here and we're going, oh, right. who's, who's going to open it first? Open it up. <laughs> Invite to the movies. Oh, dear. Now, what is going on here? Rocky, over to you, mate, because I, I can't talk about this. This is too much. Uh, well, you work with someone. So we've carried Tomo. We've, he got put on the map by Loz originally. Loz started off. Yeah, yeah, got him on the map. And then we've carried him this year and, and made him big at Triple M. And he's floating away to functions in Brisbane and, yep. and carrying on. But That's right. What's the protocol here? Like, do you have to invite your workmates? One triple three five three. This won't. I don't reckon we'll get a call. What's the protocol with wedding invites? Well, or, let's or, let's start with 
the fact that there's not one person from Triple M or f- or his previous employer so no invited one. to this wedding. It's and there's 170 Charlie's people star. on the list. <laughs> Shut up. There's 170 Shut going to this wedding up. and none from Triple M it or is none a, from his It is a quiet, very cruisy ceremony. Cutler, it's very casual and no one from work is going. That's mm. just sort and of Charlie, how we're beautiful to be yes. wife. Yes. Anyone that she works with going? No. No, so that's the thing. Mm. So that so when you do a rule like this, you actually have to well, stand by it. And right. if I invited one of you numpties, I'd have to invite so, about a hundred p- uh, extras. So I, I played with a guy um, a, a while ago, and he had a wedding. Right. Not one player. So he played, I reckon, six or seven years. Not one player got invited from the footy club, but all wow. the coaches did. One oh. player. Oh, what? All the coaches got invited. One player did. The player that lived with him was in the bridal party. That was it. And all the coaches did. No players. Wow. Well, our boss, Matt O'Reilly, is going. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I am completely joking. I'm completely joking. Okay, so both of you boys are married, and yep. uh, you would have been in a squad of, what, 40-odd people when you got married? Yep. All 40 went to your wedding? No, I played at two different clubs. I invited, I reckon, probably so, eight from Brisbane and 10 to 12 from so Port Adelaide. So you picked mm. and choosed. Yeah, I picked my friends, the people that I enjoy yeah, spending company with. So this so is you the don't, thing. If so, I'm, so you I'm don't just, enjoy, I'm just company. mates with everyone. So here. you don't. So you so don't like me, Ferg. I would have to invite an extra sort of eighty people. You don't what about like, you? How did you go? You did the whole SA Redbacks list? Yeah, yeah. I uh, no, well, not the whole. But so I had <laughs> just he invited I had someone from current, the Redbacks. Current and past players were were present. At You've the, invited yeah, no one. No, good mate. You've wiped us all. Okay, so are we doing this as a phone, are we? Yes, absolutely. One triple three five three. What's the protocol? Or people are calling already. <laughs> <laughs> what they want that say? Right, hey, come on. Let's go. What's up. the phone? I've had enough here. <laughs> Should you invite your mates to your wedding? What's the number? One triple three five three. Should you invite work mates? Well, well I consider us mates now. Yeah, well we are. Like we've had barbecues together. He, he, we've been on the drink a couple we of times together. We're going to his bucks party. Yes, and lucky no, to I, get I there. I think do you do you invite work mates to your wedding? Okay, let's do this. What, what give are we us give, a call? It's already lighting up. What are we giving away, uh, Fergus? Have you got that in front of you? This isn't my nope. phone. I've got. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pick it up, boys. Don't Thank worry. You. One triple three five three. Do you invite your work? I can't believe I'm doing the dirty work for a phone that's against me. Hundred dollar voucher to Santa's Seafood. Santa's Seafood. Mix and match. Four kilos of premium seafood for just sixty bucks. Take calls next. What the hell? Triple M. 20 minutes past, 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide 104.7, Triple M, Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tom are here until 12 o'clock today. Mark Howard is going to join us to talk all things yes. cricket just after 10.30 and today. smack bang in the middle of a phoner at yes, the moment, Fergus, yes, because our man Tomo is getting married soon and no one he works with got the invite. Or well, actually... his previous employer either, he was there for a while too. Like he would have known Loz for what, eight years now? No, Seven, not long. five? Yeah, not He's known long. us for... Ten months, we've carried him. So I don't. I didn't expect an invite. No, it would have been nice to get one. But it one. was nice to get an invite to the Buck Show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that sort of just gave us a little tease that maybe we were in the mix. That but was just from had, my, that actually... was from my brother as well, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So not even from you, but still, you feel like you're in the mix. Yeah. Don't you? Anyway, in, on the text line, one of Tomo's mates, Damo, was texting and said, "Get in line, boys. I'm still waiting for mine." <laughs> oh, no. And there's 170 going Shut to this wedding. It's a small whiz. ceremony. How big's the family? It's basically <laughs> like a garden. Oh, this oh is he great. always talks about his brothers. There's about 15 of them <laughs> laying bricks. <laughs> uh, What's the phone, Rock? Come on. So what? 
should you invite workmates yes, to, to your to wedding? wedding? So yes, right. um, on the back of you not inviting anyone um, or any of your mates, clearly on the text line as well. So <laughs> yeah. let's head out to Donna at Sandy Creek. What's your thoughts? Inviting mates to weddings? Uh, mates, yeah, but not workmates. I mean, weddings meant to be intimate. But you, the groom and the bride and the family, it's not about coming for a free feed and $500 tap on the bar. Yeah, especially, and I'll tell you what, have you seen Rocky lately as well, Don? 500 is generous. <laughs> <laughs> I like but that. But then he's going to pay out the $100 seafood voucher. So. Oh, oh, that's yeah. exactly right. I might bit, keep that. A little bit of Sam Tass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who have we got there, Fergos? Uh, we've got Tom at Henley Beach. Tom, do you invite, yeah. do you invite your workmates or not? Yeah, look, boys, I think it's a pretty simple one. Yeah, like the blokes. And oh. I'm not saying anything like that at Triple M is going on. Hey, if you want people for your wedding, you're going to invite them, you know what I mean? Nah, Tom, I think it's a great rule that you invite good blokes. <laughs> so it would be first on the list. Nah, you, you and me I'm would be on the bridal table. I'm staggered we're not in the groom's party. <laughs> We'd be absolutely blown away. We would be going after, after our show today. It's We'd abs- be going to get measured up for suits, not his brother. <laughs> I'm absolutely blown away that we haven't heard anything. Nick, let's head out to Mount Barker. Nick, or Mr. Barker. Mr. 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 Barker. (laughs) Barker. (laughs) Mr. Mount Barker we've got on the phone line here. Nick, what have you got? Mate, I'm going through the exact same thing. Uh, Fellow fellow Hills boy, you invite them only to the engagement party, Uh and that's it. We didn't have an engagement party. I'm not having one of them either. (laughs) So does it come down to him being tight? Does it come down to him being a tight ass, not wanting to spend money, or just doesn't want? He doesn't like us. I mean, it's a it's a big crew, 170 people. Oh, so I mean, I, trying to it's, fork out a bit, you know, for a few extras, maybe it, it can be a bit difficult. And to be honest, Ferg, the conversation down at the races was not very glowing of Tomo that no one was invited. Is that the, right? The Triple M team were not happy oh, at really? all. Interesting. Okay, well, we'll head out to Marcus at Aldinga. Marcus, what do you think? Well, I, I got married six weeks ago, yep. so I. One workmate from my side, and my wife had two from her side, and they're the ones we like, so that was it. Okay. How, how many people did you have at the wedding? About 80. Yeah, right. He's got 170. No, there's plenty of spots available. This is uh, this is just not true. He's bringing to the table. Damning on the personalities of the people that he works with. It's isn't number it? one. He mustn't like us because I get the vibe way. that we're his only mates. And the amount he texts us during the mm. week. I thought. Are you done yet? Uh, let's head out yet. to Victor Harbour. <laughs> Kevin, what's your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, I, I invited a lot of my mates to my wedding. Um, the only event, there was only one criteria. Don't invite the boss because you get pissed you might end up uh, abusing him. <laughs> no, oh, that's, the boss that's, was the only one. It's <laughs> not a problem in this, in this <laughs> job here. <laughs> With our boss, Matty O'Reilly, when he leads the charge. <laughs> oh, goodness uh, me. Have we got any more calls there, Fergus? <laughs> no, that might be it, I reckon. Rocky, I mean, you're done, are you? We got one more, don't we? Rachel. What's up? Oh, you, Rachel, boys? here we go. It's Rachel from Lindock. Rachel, what was your stance on this? Well, I was giving it some thought, and like you guys are incredible, well-known, popular celebrities, and this is the bride's day. She's a beautiful, wonderful bride, and she doesn't want you guys taking the shine off of her, and maybe oh, maybe great... he's just doing the right it. thing by his future wife and keeping her happy. The, the thing is, he could have got us to MC the event for free. Nah. Like you and me, mate, we would have had the nah. oh, the whole family eating out of the palm yeah, that, of our hands. Hey, I mean, we would have, but Rocky, you still would have sent an invoice. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we've heard we've heard Rocky host, haven't we? All right, welcome to week one. At the moment, it's called the Rock and Raz Show. We're here discussing all things Port Adelaide. To be able to do that is just yeah, phenomenal. I'm just blown away. And I've said it quite frequent, frequent with quite, quite quite often as well. And a little bit of business stuff as well. So Mark Buris or stuff like that. I like to read how his journey um, went, went through. It's Mark Boris. I'm um, not great with words, as I said. As I said, I'm a little bit illiterate. Guess what? I win. <laughs> 25 minutes away from 11 o'clock, 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. It's the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and uh, Tom are going to open up the phones after 11 o'clock. When have you seen Bernie Vince under the influence? <laughs> and it will be a full board. There's no doubt about yep. that because he's had a stinker at the Morphin Room races <laughs> on Tuesday. But right now, Triple M's very own. He's flying this man. Mark Howie Howard joins us. Good morning to you, Howie. Hello, boys. I think the more pertinent question had been when you haven't seen Bernie <laughs> under the influence. It's probably slightly more accurate from what I saw over September. Oh, matey, how's it going, our man? Don't worry about that. Now, Howie, um, you must be pumped, mate. Another summer coming up at Triple M Cricket and some great additions we're hearing. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Sort of working through the World Cup at the moment, but when Brian Lara sort of steps oh, into yes. the commentary box, Lord Ian Botham and then Big Mornay Morkel, there's... Um, Probably not much left in the salary cap for us, Ferg, which is a bit of a concern. But real concern. Signed some big additions, but uh, bugger all money left to pay the real workers, I think. <laughs> that's right, Howie. And Candace Warner's actually joining us as well, I see. That's going to add a, a different angle as well. Well, we need a female perspective just to keep things on the straight and narrow, and she, she's a superstar, Candace. Oh, yeah. First thing I ever commentated on was Iron Man and Iron Woman, and she was a dominant force then, so... Looking, uh, hopefully it'd be great to have her involved as well. Although, um, again, Ferg, there's more out of the salary cap, my friend. <laughs> when, when the names came through, Howie, did you have to Google who Chris Dittmar was? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, there's a famous story about Chris and the former boss of Channel 7. Um, <laughs> won't name, but I uh, started giving the great Dits some instructions on squash when he had to commentate at the Olympics, having no idea that the... The dits had dominated on the court. Um, so I'm aware, but the boss wasn't at the time. Oh, oh that's God. brilliant. And Howie, uh, you and Hads have been putting together quite a show called Willow, Willow Talk, yes. which has been getting great traction, traction on the uh, on the listener app. Mate, uh, you've had some great guests on there. Bluey, Mark Waugh, Callum Ferguson. It's been fantastic. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, who's on today and, and what are you talking about? Um, well, uh, this morning we reviewed what happened last night. Yeah, we... To be honest, we got in a tough spot. We had a big-name guest lined up, and they fell over, so we had to ring Fergie and get him on at last But no, but, uh, you know, this morning was all about what happened last night, which was an incredible game of cricket. You know, Rashid Khan nearly stole it, but um, in all seriousness, oh, the love for that man in Adelaide, it was wonderful to see. Oh, yeah. when, um, when he got Stoinis out, people didn't know whether to cheer or not because they loved the fact that Rashida got a wicket, but they were obviously disappointed that Stoinis had got out. So he's a superstar, isn't he? He's a loved part of Australian cricket, but especially there in South Australia, isn't he? Oh, oh yeah. He's yeah, loved over here. Yeah. I can't believe he's 24. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. He looks a bit older than that, Rash, but uh, he's getting around beautifully, isn't he? And he's uh, uh, just picking up on that point. Uh, I, I noticed some young kids around me celebrating, and their dads trying to pull them back into the line last yeah. night with that Stoinis wicket. It was quite quite remarkable. But uh, how, how how have you seen the World Cup, and and who do you think's tracking best towards winning the title? 
Yeah, it's been fascinating. I've loved it because I've got to work, working for the ICC on the World Feed, you're working with people you've heard and never commentated with before. Like when you're sitting in a commentary box next to Mr. Sunil Gavaskar or Nasser Hussain or Pommy and Bungwa, it's, it's like it has been a privilege and a massive thrill for me to see how these truly elite broadcasters operate. From the cricket perspective, I haven't seen India play live. I haven't been on that side of the draw. If I had to fancy anyone at be the moment, it'd be New Zealand. I just think, you know, with Bolt and Southie and then with Sodi and Santa, they've got everything covered with the bat. Allen at the top of the order. Any side, Ferg, that doesn't have Martin Guptill in it because he's not good enough at the time mm. to, get a, to get a spot. Uh, uh, what do you think? But for me, if I had to put it on anyone, it'd be the Kiwis at the moment. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, I do feel as though if England got through or Australia, whichever one it is, they'll be a real threat. But I, I do feel as though New Zealand are in the box seat because I, I feel like they do cover off so many different conditions, you know, depending on what the MCG looks like. Um, you know, if it's green again, they cover that. If it's uh, if it's dry, then they've got uh, Santner and Sodi. I just feel like they've got all the bases covered. So I, I'm a bit a bit like you, Howie. Um, Tomo, what, what, you had a question for Howie, didn't you? Yeah, I was just saying, Howie, that Sri Lanka and, and England, mate, can you see an upset at all? Like Sri Lanka, obviously, from an Australian point of view, we're uh, jumping out of our skin if we can see them get over the line. Yeah, well, they're playing the SCG, which has been taking a bit of spin, and they've got Tishana and Hasaranga, two of the best slow bowlers in the tournament, but then England have got a deal Rashid, Mo and Ali. I, I asked this question to all the luminaries in the box last night, Ian Smith and Sunil Gavaskar, and I could continue to drop names on you, but basically... Um, <laughs> Magnificent the, work. The general, the general theory was they play it ten times tonight. England will win it eight times, Sri Lanka two, but Gilly had a young bloke there, young Ted Gilchrist, who's a fine student of the game, and he said to me, Howie, they can play this a hundred times. Sri Lanka's not winning it at all. So he's wow. a bit on the negative, to be honest, young Teddy. Yes. But the general theory was eight times England win it, which doesn't bode well for us. So we'll be cheering for that those other two times. But it's whether the Sri Lankans can make the runs, Tom, I reckon. They've struggled a bit in the middle order, so they need to get some runs on the board. Yep. Got a good bowling attack, though. Spot on, mate. Now, uh, obviously, the Howie Games has been flying for oh, probably, what, half a decade oh, now. It is, it's a, it's be a, nice, Howie. It's a juggernaut. But our man, Rocky, has uh, delved himself into the hosting capabilities in the podcast world. I was just seeing if you could rate this for us, please, Howard. All right. Welcome to week one. At the moment, it's called the Rock and Raz Show. We're here oh, discussing man. all things Port Adelaide. To be able to do that is just yeah. phenomenal. I'm just blown away. And I've said it quite frequent, frequent with, quite, quite, quite often as well. And a little bit of business stuff as well. So Mark Burris no. or stuff like that. I like to read how he his journey um, went. went it's Who? Mark Burris. I'm um, not great with words. As I said, as I said, I'm a little bit illiterate. Howie, where are we at? Right, I've got three bits of advice after listening to that. One, I'm not sure the Howie Games is flying. If you call 84 million downloads flying, <laughs> that's your other. Uh, the second piece of advice is the thing about a podcast, Rocky, is you don't do it live, so it can be edited out. You stuff up. You've got to learn that. And the third thing, I think you're a fantastic footballer. Um, and we should probably leave it there. Great man. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Howard, thanks so much for joining us, brother. Good on you guys. 104.7 Triple M. He didn't miss you. Triple M, 104.7 on the dial. And we're also on listener as well. L-A-S-T and uh, it's the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson and Atomo. We belong together. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Stories from home and away.
Just a can of Coke being opened in the background, <laughs> if you Max, heard that, Adelaide. You. Pepsi yep. Max. Perfect. <clears throat> now, uh, home and away time, Rocky. Yeah, right in the middle of uh, the Spring Carnival um, at the moment. Flemington, big races. And I've been on a bit of a, a lucky streak, it's fair to say. But uh, a lot of people are referring to me now as the King of Spring. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Wasn't it the King of the Dumpling last week? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Dumpling King, yeah, he left a segment halfway to go get Uber Eats. Hung us out. Now he reckons he's the King of Spring. Oh, no. So I've been on a bit of a good trot, but this started earlier in the year when we had work drinks. We got together, all the on-air talent. Well, most of us did. I mean, mm. Tomo didn't come because... I had footy to play. Well, clearly yeah. not our mates. We That's didn't right. get we invited to We were there, though, wedding. front and centre, weren't we? Yeah, we you were boys there. dressed the same, didn't you? Dressed the same, looking That's good. It. and Sharp. Had a bit of luck that day. On, on the races as well, but that would then be fair to say. also went to the races on Tuesday, another Triple M function day, mm. and and had a little bit of a, a fill up as well. A good um, day, yeah. Got the trifecta in the first four in the Melbourne Cup. Only small percentages of it, but responsibly, obviously, but, that's right. But very nice as well. But it's a bit of a trend. So for the listeners last week, though, we we were on air and we had the crystal ball segment mm. at the end. Mm. This is what I have to say. I'm going to go number seven, Man Zeus, uh, Walla. And Mickey D at uh, around 19 to 1. Mm. 19 Ooh, to 1. Okay. Mm. A little, little bit of odds there about okay. it. So I think it, uh, it'll it run a good race and potentially win today. So that was the start of the Flemington Carnival. That yep. was Derby Day. Mm. I tipped that to the listeners out there, and mm. this is what happened. Sharp and smart with 100 metres to go. Literally to the half to Manzois, who's trying hard. Sharp and smart. Tyree Manzois is wearing it down. Coming hard and won the Derby. He had a good day, our man, Rock. Oh, Gambled responsibly. He? Just had a, do- right. had a dollar on that. I actually, I'm really missed out though, Fergus, if I'm being honest with you, because uh, <clears throat> I had to drop our man to the Lockleys pub mm-hmm. on the way home and he he dead set eyeballed me and said, you're not, you're not coming in for one. And he goes, the race is just about to run. And uh, I just said, no, 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 all good. I know you will lose your money. <laughs> Is what happened. Good and discipline it, from you, though. Oh, it didn't work out that well, Fergus. <laughs> <laughs> 104.7 Triple M. Triple M. This motorsport update with Rusty is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Rusty, good morning to you, mate. How are you? I'm Cal Tomo. Good morning to you all. Oh, mate. What's going on? You're top of the world? Top of the world, as always. And even though footy might have wrapped up for the year, there's still a, uh, you know... Some nice end-of-season stuff happening as far as motor racing is concerned. Absolutely, mate. Now, let's talk about Peter Adderton. What's going on there? Will supercars give him a, a franchise to get involved next year? Oh, I hope so. I mean, he's been a great supporter of the Erebus team this year with the likes of Will Brown and Brody Kostecki. He brought uh, Greg Murphy back out of retirement for that wild card at Bathurst, and he is hoping to get the other driver in that wild card combination, a guy called Richie Stanaway, back on the grid. And Richie should be there. He's got an enormous amount of talent. I don't know what the logistics or the reasons for the delay in, in giving him the rubber stamper. He's committed to buying a, a new Camaro uh, from, a, from one of the best teams in the paddock. He's got a good driver standing by, ready to go. Um, the way that Pete, together with Supercars uh, last weekend, did lots of activations and things around the Gold Coast, which was huge for that event. They had a massive crowd um, he's a disruptor, he's different, but I think he should absolutely be a part of the grid, and I hope this happens sooner rather than later. Yeah, let's hope so. And uh, F1 is in Brazil this weekend. Bit of chat that young Jack Doohan may be a first reserve next year. Hell. This is a, a cool yarn from a colleague, Matt Kosh, from the, the Speed Cafe guys. So 
Uh, Jack has been doing good things this year in the second tier in what they call Formula 2, winning races and getting pole positions and so on. He's a part of the the Alpine Academy, which is designed to promote young talent. Yep. And the suggestion is that he's kind of, if you'll pardon the pun, in pole position to be oh, the reserve. Oh, Rusty, that's outstanding. That's some of your sharpest, Rust. No, very sharp from you, pole <laughs> position there. Now, uh, final MotoGP of the season, Jack Miller off to KTM next year. Could he be the difference and turn the squad into regular front runners? I'm glad you're having a good laugh at me. Most people do. That's good. Um, <laughs> yes, he... he uh, he definitely is. I mean, given the, the kind of time that he spent with the factory Ducati team this year, the things that he's learned from that operation, um, KTM has some great runs on the board when it comes to legends like Toby Price and winning at Dakar and on and dirt bikes and so on. But we want to see them regularly up the front fighting for wins in MotoGP. Mm. And I reckon the IP that Jack will bring uh, will be invaluable to them. And I think he's going to look forward to that new chapter in Orange. At the same time... Uh, Remy Gardner very sadly saying goodbye to MotoGP this weekend. He's had a, a season in the Premier class and off to World Superbike next year. But hopefully, at some point, he can come back and show us what he's got in the in the main game there. Thank you, great man. We'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Take Rusty. Care. That's Rusty for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Five minutes past eleven o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide one hundred four point seven Triple M. It is the Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson, and Tomo. And boys, Melbourne Cup in round one, and uh, it was down at Morfittville, was where the the Rush Hour boys were broadcasting. I wasn't there. Uh, I don't know. You weren't I was there. Away, yep. You were away, but you were down there in full, Rocky. Yeah, down there, just uh, enjoying the, the day for what it was. It was a fresh day, very cold. So um, yeah. I thought everyone was in pretty good nick. Yep. No, it was it was good. Well. Except for, except for Andrew Jarman. Oh, he was dressed Jars. like he was going to a funeral. I've oh, never seen anyone wear something like that to the races, ever. <laughs> he reckons that's what they wear, but anyway, no, that's he- a different topic. I'm hearing he um, had some sort of injury, didn't he? He's got gout, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Hang on, what? <laughs> he hasn't got gout, has he? Don't tell me I that. think so. What? I think he's got gout, yeah. In right? his knee or something like that. Oh. <laughs> I didn't oh, even no. know you could get gout in your knee. <laughs> I thought it was your ankle or foot. Just one too many, baby. <laughs> um, I felt like I was there, though, at the uh, at the Morfittville race mm. course. I really, really did. I felt really involved as soon as I turned the radio on, because this is what I heard. Have a listen to Bernie on Melbourne Cup Day. So I'm thinking, oh, what are me and Greg going to do? Here's Bernie mixing it with the listeners. So what's your company? Give him a bit of a plug. Hi, off a baby. She just said that. Here's Bernie imparting some of his knowledge about punting. In the wet, always what the punters say. I'm not a great punter, but they say, in the wet, always stay away from the top weight jars because hard to come... When uh, when it's wet. Righto, Burn. <laughs> I don't even know if Burn could see Loz's quaddy. So no. you get a good payout yeah. for picking the first four and the trifecta, yeah. which is only the first three or four, yes, in a nine or a te- 12 horse pool. Right. You've heard of sports bet. <laughs> now try Bernie Bet. All the good horses are in the jars and they come from everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Are re- lo- what are we? Global. He's on the piss and the bus. <laughs> Who was the top three finish, please, for the Melbourne Cup? Well, the top three was Gold Trip. Yeah, number one. Now I've forgotten. No. You bet. He'll burn for your money. Learn a few things today that I'll probably take with me yeah, for yeah. about five minutes until I forget them again. <laughs> Bernie Bet. Oh, now I've heard Bernie like that before at the 2021 Christmas show. But like, and I just thought this is just incredible from our man. Like, <laughs> thoroughly entertaining. So it begs the question, Fergus, on one triple three five three. I'm trying to get my head around what's just happened. <laughs> what was that? 
<laughs> was that that was live radio? Is that the first time you've heard that? <laughs> <laughs> what's the that is wh- extraordinary. What's the final we're doing uh, to the family? When have you seen Bernie pissed? <laughs> it's as simple as that. Just just let us know. When have you seen him around town? When, when oh, we you, want to hear it. When have you seen him under the influence and wiping up the phones right now? We have fifty dollars vouchers to give away <laughs> to Milo and Barbecue Weber Store for everything Weber and Yeti. Go to Barbecue Adelaide Weber Store, Jeps Cross and Milo and fifty dollars vouchers galore. One triple three five three. When have you seen Bernard? Under the influence. I can't believe we're doing this. My goodness. <laughs> 104.7 Triple M. 104.7 Triple M. 12 minutes past 11 o'clock for your Saturday morning. It's the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tom Omer opening up the phones on 13353. When have you seen Bernie Vince under the influence? Mm-hmm. And look, at full board. A whole heap of calls have come through, but uh, I'm not sure if we can uh, air too many. We drink in moderation and we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk. Now, we're talking about this, Rock, because our man Bernard uh, just found himself in a bit of trouble on Tuesday, Arthur. Yeah, he, he may have had uh, one too many before he went on air, but mm. responsibly, of course, and yeah, he right. was talking about gambling. Gambling as well, responsibly, of course, yes. on both fronts. And That's uh, right. it was in some, some good areas when oh, the rush yeah. hour went to, to air on Tuesday afternoon. Well, here's how it went down, Fergus. Have a listen to Bernie on Melbourne Cup Day. So I'm thinking, oh, what no. are me and Greg going to do? Here's Bernie mixing it with the listeners. <laughs> so what's yeah. your company? Give it a bit of a plug. Hi, Alpha Baby. <laughs> she just said again. Here's Bernie imparting some of his knowledge about punting. In the wet, it's always what the punters say. I'm not a great punter, but they say... In the wet, always stay away from the top of the jars because heavy, hard to come when uh, when it's wet. Right, ben. <laughs> I don't even know if Ben could see Loz's quaddy. So you get a good payout <laughs> yeah. for picking the first four and the trifecta, yeah. which is only the first three or four yes, in a nine or a t- twelve horse pool. Right. You've heard of sports bet. Now try. Bernie Bet. All the good horses are in the jars, and they come from everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Are re- lo- what are we? Global. He's on the piss and, and the bus. Bernie Bet. Who was the top three finish, please, for the Melbourne Cup? Well, the top three was Gold Trip. Yeah, number one. <laughs> now I've forgotten. <laughs> you You'll burn through your money. Learned a few things today that I'll probably take with me. Yeah. For yeah. about five minutes until I forget them again. <laughs> Bernie Bet. Now we always oh, dr- oh. we always drink and gamble responsibly here at Triple M, don't we? Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. Yep. You know, we want to make sure we keep things nice and straight and narrow. But uh, look, we're going to go to the phones because it's lit up like a Christmas tree here. Uh, first cab off the rank, we have Taylor from Broken Hill. Taylor, are you there, mate? Have you got any stories uh, about Bernie? Ah, uh, good morning, boys. How are we all going? <laughs> good morning. Oh, hang on, who's this? Oh, Texan. Is that Texan? How Walker? are we all? <laughs> you going we all are Texan? great, mate. Before we before we start talking about uh, Bernie, I just want to say, Tomo, you still want me to MC your wedding? Um, oh, You work with him I on just... that crow show that gets about twelve downloads, <laughs> so you work God. a triple M with him, and you got an invite. He's in. I, I got dragged into that. that show, but, um, <laughs> you and um, me both, brother. <laughs> would you want to talk about that off air, Tomo? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that off air. I've got to get that page boy kit for you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before I won't keep you long, boy. I have got one good story about Bernie, which is probably about the only PG story I've got about um, Bernhard. Um, I remember when, when there was a lot of noise about Bernie moving into state and the Crows wanted to get rid of him. Um, we were out having a couple of quiet um, sherbets at the Alma um, pub and 
he uh, we both probably had a little bit too many. We responsibly both, though, Tex. Res- yeah. <laughs> responsibly. What's with all this responsibly? <laughs> responsibly? No, you, like, you'll, you'll learn, mate. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, uh, we uh, we couldn't really see far past our nose. He got, decided to drop drop on me that he was he was getting a trade and he was um, heading interstate and. Lucky your um, nose is a bit started... small in your ear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> hang on. Let him tell the things? story, Rock. Hey, come on, pop. Oh, sorry. You, you pregnant, Rocky? Or, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, we, long story short, we ended up uh, finding ourselves out in the gutter, arm in arm, bawling our eyes out because he was moving into state. So, uh, that's, uh, there's a lot of story, a lot of good times had with Bernie. Um, he does not does not shy away from having a cold beverage. No, uh, he doesn't. Oh, that's that's right. going. No, we love Brilliant, that. Tex. What's going on uh, with you today, Texan? Well, mate, we're just. Uh, I'm just at the Hyde Park Bakery picking up some lunch and going home to finish off tidying up around the yard. It's my little, oh, eldest, eldest boy's birthday on Monday. We've got a few people coming around tomorrow for his birthday. So, oh, happy birthday. And, mate, congratulations yeah. as well on the new one. We're over the moon for you. Uh, thank you very much. I've ordered a couple of shotguns ready to uh, send a couple of bullets to any boy that wants to walk through my front front yard. Yeah, <laughs> Smart man, got the rocking chair ready. What about Har- what about Harvey Vince, Texan? No, he uh, if he can dodge bullets and he's, he's he can come through. Like I've, I've got I've got two sons. Yeah, and tell them the same thing. <laughs> I won't be sending Spencer your way. Let me tell you. Uh, have you got two? Have you got two sons? No, nah, just one boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got twins. <laughs> Thanks, Twin. Texan. You're a good man. Good on you, boys. Oh, Got it, Tex. Yeah, good. We drink in moderation, and we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk. 104.7 Triple M. <laughs> 104.7 Triple M, 26 minutes past 11 o'clock for your Saturday morning. Adelaide, 25 degrees around the city of churches today. How good. Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tomo in the building until at 12 p.m. today should be an absolute treat. And right now, got to welcome the 168 gamer, former big man of the Adelaide Crows, Western Bulldogs, the Lions and Collingwood. Benny Hudson joins us. Hello, mate. Thanks for having me, boys. It's a pleasure to be here. I finally found the address. No thanks to Tommy Rockcliffe. Oh, you did the wrong bum steer. 70 Franklin Street. Mate, you said 80, mate. <laughs> standing in the middle of the street next to a next to a pub looking like a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, no, it's right there. No. So you're back in town, Benny. You went to the uh, to the to the cricket last night. How's that? Yeah, just a quiet catch up with a couple of uni mates <laughs> who shout out to them. They're on their way with their wives and girlfriends to the Bross as we speak. Oh, I think, yeah, and Australia won and New Zealand won. But uh, great. Oh, look, yeah, it's always good to go back to the Adelaide Oval where, Tommy, you've done some of your best work. You, you got let back into the state because when you left the Crows, they chased you out of town. Uh, what was... happened with your exit? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you'd know, Tom. <laughs> Free agency just before that. Nah, look, uh, I'm a Western Suburbs man from uh, – Melbourne originally, and I got to go home to play for the dogs. Uh, yeah, the funny things you do to pay your mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, too. Now, you, you used to watch Benny uh, dominate the North Adelaide Roosters there, Fergus. Oh, what a star, oh, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I, I, one of my favourite footballers yep. ever. I'm just starstruck right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't I too starstruck. <laughs> I wasn't too starstruck when we were at the Oxford at about 2 a.m. Oh, <laughs> Would have been one of the reasons <laughs> why I had to leave Adelaide. <laughs> 
drinking pretty responsibly back then. We're talking so. about yeah, cricket, North Adelaide, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And did you enjoy your time in Adelaide, big fella? Yeah, I did. I loved yeah. it. Uh, I've obviously got some some good mates that I still catch up with. Um, yeah, I, I probably didn't understand how serious football was when I first got here. But, yeah, no, nah, it was a pleasure. Someone paid me to chase a football around, and I'm a little bit more athletic than the guy to the left of me. <laughs> he made an absolute bucket load to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we you're, just, we you're just had Taylor Walker on, and he said that you you might be pregnant with twins, right? Oh, hang on, that's, that's not what very he said. Nice, is it? You're a knockabout bloke. You uh, <laughs> you went around the traps, and I said to the the guys before off air when you played against you, hated most hated player that I ever played against until I met you. You came out to Brisbane, and and we hit it off right from the start. You're still at the Brisbane Lions now in yep. a coaching role. Yep, I am. Uh, I'm actually uh, yeah. I'm going to take over the VFL and coach that. There's an exclusive there. Oh, <laughs> awesome! Wow, wow yeah, that's great. Right. I just want to yell at blokes like you full time. <laughs> um, what do you got here, Rob? Um, well, we used to play with another ruckman who's done some some really nice work on Triple M over the years. His name's Rhett Biglins. Did you ever expect him to end up in the commentary space? Not at all. Uh, Rhett Biglins was the guy, and, and I'm sure you guys have been in meeting rooms where that there's one player in your team that likes to use the big words that they can't quite <laughs> pronunciate. Uh, he was that one. Oh, um, no. He's a... Beautiful looking human, ah, uh, but he can't talk very well. We've got, we've got yeah. some of his best work oh, here, no. and then you can uh, dissect it for us. Let's head to uh, Red Biglands, the Triple M Gas World Interchange. Thanks, Jason. Sitting right alongside the Suns bench, uh, very balanced bench too, boys. Alec Megan is running through there. Um, he'll pinch it up forward. Horsley sitting right alongside of him. He rotate through the mid. Matt Shaw run through the back fifty. Flanagan is the sub. Uh, over to the Crows, boys. <laughs> Matty Yench, he copped, a, uh, he copped a massive punch to the head last week from James Boyd um, in the SNFL. It really blew him in pieces, boys. Really you love it. Yes. You sound like you've had your tongue pierced. <laughs> I thought we had Ken Callender in the building. I caught one, cop one at footy train on Wednesday night, and it's not going well. well it is. Live on air. Oh, surely you call in sick if you're talking like that. There's a classic example using every word that started with S. Oh, God. It's, mate. To his credit, he hasn't got a head for radio. He's a beautiful human, but yeah. uh, we love him. His uh, mother, God bless her, they all looked after me uh, when I first moved to the Crows. I lived with uh, the Biggles family, so I can, I can bag their son and their parents. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, Hutter obviously been involved with the, with the Brisbane Lions and the addition um, of the, the Western Bulldogs. I can't remember his name, Rocky. Dunkley. Dunkley, yeah. Obviously, that's going to bolster the, the midfield. Do you reckon the Lions will be up and about next year? Oh, I think we're there and thereabouts. Yeah. Um, Mate, um, unfortunately, we, we got rolled by Geelong at the end of the year and credit to them, they were the best side in the, mm. the second half of the, the year. But, yeah, I, I think having uh, bl- blokes wanting to come to the club yeah. is, is a huge, um, you know, it's it, it speaks positive vibes about the club. So he's a, he's a genuine talent midfield forward, does everything Tommy Rockliffe didn't do, <laughs> defend, <laughs> run... <laughs> And kicks over 15 metres. So, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> what about that training session we had that day where we uh, got back from the bye on the yeah. Gabba? We had to do, I think it was suicide runs. <laughs> Me and Hutto, oh, no. we're, we're at the back. Well, like, I knew I was 38, I think, coming out of my third retirement. I was young, yeah. up and coming, and he's done me. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I'm an ex-basketball, wow. so I'm very quick. He's, on, he's on the shuttle. But in all seriousness, the Brisbane Lions have been up there the last four or five years, haven't been able to take that step. What do you think it is, or is there one thing or a, a number of things for the Lions to take the next step to, to put themselves in that grand final and hopefully win it? 
I think it's performing in those big games. Like we did it for, we beat Richmond, you know, in a, a tussle. We were able to come up, uh, like Melbourne, we were the bunnies mm. uh, a little bit throughout the year and we were able to bounce back and beat them um, and we couldn't do it against Geelong. It's about, but it's consistent every week and Geelong are, are the prime example. Regardless of their age, their talent, they, they got it done. We've got to, yeah, we put ourselves in the position, we've got to keep knocking on the door. So, yeah. The good thing is we, we get a couple of new additions, um, yeah, so we can't complain and we get to play at the Gabba. Uh, home ground advantage is very good for us and, yeah, we've got not, but- not, not for long, though. A couple of years you're off to – you haven't got a base when yeah. they do the renovations well, there. Tommy, are you in, the, in my team's work meetings or something? I don't even know. <laughs> He's everywhere. Mate, oh, I know we've moved to that. a new facility, but we don't play out there, but we're at the Gabba. You won't be playing at the Gabba, though. They're doing the renovation in <sighs> a couple of years' time. Oh, no. Rory, are wow. you – and then who's actually building that? Do you have a sponsor <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you so much for joining us, Freddie. You're a good man. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Tommy. Yeah, thanks for the bum steer with the address, too. <laughs> 104.7 Triple M. 23 minutes away from 12 o'clock, 104.7 Triple M, the dead set legends. And uh, Benny Hudson joins us right now. We just had a great chat to the great man, but we forgot a question, Fergus. No, well, we, we just wanted to delve a little bit deeper into his time at the Roosters, or well, I am particularly keen to, because he played under... One of Triple M's very own, the Rush Hours, Andrew Newton, Juice Jarman. Now, I wanted to find out a little bit more about the way he went about it at training and, and at, you know, on the game day, you know, leading into games. Um, what was your experience and your first impressions of Juice Jarman? That was a highlight of my career. Um, <laughs> I was the number one pick in the mini draft, and he must have had something to do with it. But Jars is as laid back and laconic as he is. He loves his footy and was very passionate at that uh, SNFL level. Uh, great man. Oh, my, as the Jarmans did, uh, they made the game look simple. But mm-hmm. he certainly uh, he was passionate, uh, and his brother was along. Mate, it was a great time. Yeah. Uh, he, he takes his footy serious, as you boys know, as yeah, as laid back as he is. Uh, he loves winning. He's coaching his twentieth year this year. Believe still it or not. Going. Yeah, yeah, so he's gone down to Port Nolunga. Port Nolunga hasn't he? yep. He's got no flags. No, no, he's he captain coached one or oh. played one, I reckon. Maybe. Well, because you've won heaps of flags. <laughs> <laughs> I've won more than you. Oh, no, actually, I've won one at Mount Gravatt. Good. The Vultures in uh, 2000. Is that the Gladiators? The Vultures, mate. The Vultures. <laughs> the Vultures, yeah. Get it right, Fergus. <laughs> now, the thing is, though, and he'd treat you with the utmost respect, Hutto. Don't worry about that. And uh, he does Rocky as well. And uh, I'm back on his boob, as he says as well. But Fergie sort of struggled a little no, bit. I'm nowhere. No, <laughs> no he he's mentored blocked. me at 19 years of age, but he's disowned me since I missed out in my first test. <laughs> blocked, blocked on Instagram as well. Blocked. Yep. He's blocked him. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's that's big, isn't it? Like, mm. If you get blocked oh, that's on huge. Apparently, yeah. And it sounds like he's uh, blocked as well on Jazz's own radio show. Have a listen yeah. to this, Hutto. He's not a middle-order player. That's where Steve Smith could be playing. Nah, well said and well said. Now, we've just been given a sign to say goodbye to you. Good luck tomorrow on Dead Set Legends. It sounds a lot like we're back on good terms. No, we're not. (laughs) not, You're not on Instagram. I'll I'll catch you later, Tommy. See you, buddy. (laughs) Tommy? Tommy. I mean, Callum. There's that stiff lip coming into play again. The Jarman stiff lip. Oh, brilliant. 104.7 Triple M. Earlier on in the show, Fergus, we did a common man quiz to you. We are going to replay that next. Triple M. 
104.7 Triple M, the Dead Set Legends, eight minutes away from 12 o'clock. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tomo. We are just about to get out of here. Just been a hell of a show there, oh, Pig. Huge show. Whew. And you're off to, you've brought the family in. So yes. um, we've got four or five of the guests of 170 that are going to the wedding. Oh, going to get measured up after this. Both yep. off to the kids store. Are you wearing a kid suit? Yep. Uh, country Road Kids. <laughs> half so, price. I'm, I'm looking forward to now. In, in reference to that, go to Instagram. Have a yes. look at the Triple oh, M yes. Adelaide picture because... Oh, oh, that's that's little Archer right there, actually. Hey, my nephew that's going to be jumping on board in the wedding. He's two years old and about the same height as you. <laughs> Picture, so. It is true, actually. And, Two for uh, one kid suits at Country Road, I think. I didn't yeah. know what didn't know what I was bringing to the table. And in I that t- photo, I, I thought that. I was taking a, a massive hanger over Caleb Daniels. Oh, <laughs> was, oh, come on, this is incredible. Anyway, so young Archer's in. My nephew's eighteen months old, and uh, he loves radio and uh, loves animals. There, Fergus. So right. Yeah. I thought we could bring him in and we could ask him a couple of questions to see if he could do some animal noises. Yeah. Well, for I, us. I had a quick one for you, Archer, and I think Rocky's got one next. But uh, I understand you've got. A, a really good impersonation of a sheep, Archer. Archer. Can you can what you noise? tell us what noise the sheep makes? Bah. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's on the money good. first up. What about a horse? Me. Yes, <laughs> Archer. Archer. What noise does a cow make? Me. Oh, oh, brilliant. <laughs> and Archer, Archer. What noise does a chicken make? Ba-ba-ba. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Not bad. I like what, that. What else do we have? We had a couple more. Oh, Archer, dog. Can you make... whoa, whoa, whoa. Woof woof. Oh yeah. How very does it go, fun. Archer? What noise does a dog make? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. That's good actually. Yeah, that's making good. more sense than Rocky. <laughs> than Bernie on Tuesday. <laughs> Two years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Thank you very much, Archer, for coming on board. Yep. Right, yeah, see you, mate. <laughs> Brilliant to see um, you. Dead Set Legends are out of here. Make sure you grab the podcast as well from Listener LIST and uh, fantastic show once again, boys. Enjoy the afternoon. You too. See you, family.